Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 189 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Great to have you with us. We're gathering incredible leaders from all over the globe, focusing on personal and leadership development. Today, we're continuing our series on transition. And boy, oh boy, have we got a wonderful episode for you here. We're talking about redeployment. I'm grateful to have you with us. I believe this is going to help you today as you move from one place to another. Well, we are continuing our series on transition, and I always like to remind you that if this is maybe your first episode to catch in the series, you might want to go back and listen to episode 179, 181, 183, 185, and yes, 187. This is actually part six in a series. I encourage you to go back and listen to those. It's not going to hurt if you listen to today's episode as a standalone at all. It certainly will apply. But going back and listening to all of the series will give you a much greater perspective and a much greater uh, focal point as to how to understand this process of transition. In our last episode, we looked at phase number three. I call it reconnaissance, or you might call it rediscovery. Today, we're looking at phase number four in the transition process. Let's go right now to session six in our series on transition. I trust by now you are gaining some real traction in your journey to the other side of your transition. We've talked about stage number one, which is discontent. That stage where something on the inside of you is saying, I know there's more. I recognize that something is calling to me. I'm hungry for a new level, for a new expression, maybe even for a radical change, but I don't really know what that is. But inside, I'm no longer content to stay where I am in the status quo. We've talked about stage number two, which is disconnect. This is a very challenging stage because it's in this stage where we have to grapple with whether or not we're going to hold on to the past, hold on to relationships, hold on to certain jobs or careers or ideas or beliefs that have held us in a present state for so many years, or Are we going to release those, disconnect from them, disengage with those things and begin to search for and look for and hunt down that thing that's calling us and embrace new relationships, new contexts, new careers, new businesses, new ministries, a new level. We've talked about stage number three, which is reconnaissance or another word for that is discovery. That's where we begin to look at who am I, why am I here, and what is this particular season about? What season has come to an end, 
and what season is wanting to emerge in my life? How do I discover my strengths again? How do I reevaluate my dreams and my passions? How do I look at my talents, my skills, my abilities, those things that make me a very unique person and allow me to offer a very unique solution to the world around me? And we begin to seek out the new thing within the framework of who I am and why I'm here. Now we want to talk about stage number four, which is redeployment. Redeployment. This is really where the rubber meets the road. You can process through discontent. You can navigate the turbulent waters of disconnect. You can seek out and survey possibilities and opportunities and a higher level of self-awareness. But at some point, ladies and gentlemen, you have to act. You have to do. You have to engage. In this session, I want to share why you must get in the game and how you can overcome some of the most common roadblocks to doing just that. We're talking about redeployment. Well, as we look to the dictionary, I have a couple of things I want to share with you from that. And one of them is the root word, deploy. What does deploy mean? It means to arrange in a position of readiness or to move strategically or appropriately towards something. It also means to move into a position ready for use. Let me give those to you one more time. Deploy means to arrange in a position of readiness or to move strategically or appropriately towards something. It also means to move into a position ready for use. I think that sounds about right. So what does it mean, Brian, to redeploy? Well, think in terms of your position of readiness Think in terms of moving strategically towards something. Think in terms of moving into a new position and you are ready for use. You're ready to do the deal. Redeployment means this, to transfer from one theater of operations to another, (laughs) to move or allocate to a different position, a different use, a different function. It means to be reassigned, to transfer from one theater of operations to another, to move or allocate to a different position, use, function, etc. So my definition, just to kind of put all that in the mix, redeployment means to strategically move into a position a use or a function. It means to operate from a posture and attitude of readiness and preparedness. And lastly, my definition is it means to shift from one context of usefulness to another. That gives us a great foundation for where we want to go in this session. Redeployment is about Moving. 
In fact, it's about movement, which is the antithesis or the opposite of being stationary or static. So you've come to a particular place and you have gone through a significant part of the transition process, but now whether or not this transition is ultimately successful depends on your willingness to step into action. It depends on your capacity to move on what you see as being possible. Another way of saying this is that you become activated or fully engaged in the reality of what the new season has presented to you. That is redeployment. One of the incredible examples that I often talk about as it relates to deployment or redeployment is the military. I live in the United States of America. We have one of the most incredible militaries in the entire world. Every time I have the opportunity to stop and thank one of our men or women who are in the service, I do so because I honor them. I respect them. I'm grateful for the sacrifice, the skill, and the tenacity with which they serve their country, and in doing so, they're serving me. But let's look at the military and how it relates to deployment. A person gets drafted in the old days or they sign up to be in the military. The next step is they have to be separated or disconnected from their family and their friends. They go to a camp or a training facility and they are challenged physically, emotionally, in every way, mentally, beyond their previous capacity. They're trained in various skill sets. They're equipped at a very high level. They are made ready for the job they were called to do. But all of that really means nothing until they're deployed, meaning they get an assignment and they are sent out to, they are transferred from where they've been, a place of preparing, into action where now they are given the opportunity to showcase their abilities, to make a difference, to make a contribution to whatever the objective or the mission is. This is a vital part of the process because it is possible to have clarity to have clear plans, to have adequate preparedness, but never pull the trigger on what it is you were created to do. How many people do you and I know that have all kinds of incredible dreams and prolific theories and they have the best education and all manner of ideas, innovative, but they just never do a darn thing? How many armchair quarterbacks do you know who can pontificate and break down how everybody else around them should do something, but they themselves never get suited up and never get in the game? Why are so many people in that condition? There's something inside of every one of us that causes us to hesitate, doesn't want us to to move forward or to take action. It's, it's sort of a fear-based thing, but some of it's based in our lack of ability to trust ourselves. 
our lack of ability to believe that we really can achieve this dream. Sometimes it's a lack of ability to trust other people. Sometimes it's a lack of ability to take a risk or to engage the game of life. It really is fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unfamiliar. Fear of the uncommon. Fear of failure. Some cases, fear of success. In my case, for many years, it was a fear of other people's opinions. A fear of losing relationships. A fear of maybe suffering setbacks or experiencing pain. Jim Rohn said, if you're not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. What a powerful truth. If you're not willing to step into the game and engage who it is that God has created you to be, then you will essentially be sentencing yourself to your present state, your present results, your present level of happiness and joy and fulfillment. By now, you've felt the sting of disconnecting, I'm sure. You've no doubt begun to realize that not everyone who you've done life with to this point understands or possesses a willingness to go with you to the next level. You've recognized that your success and your happiness is most likely not going to reveal itself in the place or the context where you've been. You've looked deep on the inside and you've sought to understand who am I? Why am I here? How am I wired? What is unique about me? And what are the dreams, the realities, the the vision, the passion that God has placed in my heart? Maybe for some of you, you've stirred up those dreams. Maybe you've identified areas you would love to explore. But to have all of this in your head or even in your heart, but lack the power or strength to take action will only render you more of the status quo. If you're not willing to take risk, if you're not willing to go outside of what's normal for you, then you are sure to repeat the results and the outcomes that life has given you to this point. Is that what you want, really? Somehow in my heart, I doubt it. I believe you're pressing for more. I believe you're longing for more. And I trust and believe and have confidence that you are going to pursue everything that God has for you. You might say, but Brian, I don't have it all together yet. I haven't figured it out. I'm not completely clear on all the components and all the moving parts. And I feel like that I've got some ideas, but man, it just doesn't seem like I I figured out how to do the deal and what the deal even is. I just don't have the total picture yet. I don't have a plan. My product is not perfect. My book doesn't sound exactly like I want it to. Well, I understand. I understand what it feels like to hide behind perfectionism and hide behind the need to have a comprehensive and altogether plan. But at some point, ladies and gentlemen, you have to ship the product, even if it's not perfect. At some point, you have to take the steps necessary to start that business. 
even though your conference table hasn't been delivered to your office yet. There comes a time when planning becomes redundant and one must work the plan so that ultimately the plan can really work. I often think about American football as a very powerful metaphor or picture of what deployment looks like. You know, in American football, a young man gets drafted from the college ranks, the university ranks, to play in the National Football League. They're sent to a training camp where they are there with a lot of other draftees, a lot of other new hires. And in that training camp, they have to prove themselves. They have to earn their position on the team. They do weightlifting. My gosh, they they do strength training and weightlifting and all kinds of in, intense workouts. They work on mental development and attitude development. They work on psychological development for the purpose of winning the game. They study hours and hours of film to learn their position, to learn the opponent. They have two-a-day and three-a-day practices. They, they're working hard. At some point, if they make the team, they get their uniform with their number on it, with their name on it. And then game day comes, and they suit up. They run through the tunnel. They go to their respective sidelines. They are ready. They are trained. They have earned their spot, and they fit. But their real value is only realized when they take the field, when they're functioning in their position, and when they're doing what it is they were hired or called on to do. This means they're going to get their uniform dirty. It's hilarious to me that you think that you're going to actually get in the game and not get dirty, not get your hands dirty, not get bumped around. You're going to get hit from time to time, maybe even injured. But the only way to win the game is to get in the game. Back to my military example, the men and women that serve in our armed forces, they enter their respective brand as a newbie. They do basic training, advanced training, tactical exercises, team building. They ready themselves for years, but they're, again, their real value and all that has been invested in them will be of no use until they deploy. It's when they leave the comfort of their three squares a day, they leave the comfort of the barracks that they've been provided to lay their head on at night. They leave the docile environment of the land they call home and they get to the place of their assignment. That is when the world gets to see the greatness and the value of the man or the woman in uniform. Such is the case with you. The world is waiting for you to show up and get in the game. The world is waiting for you to bring your solutions, your ideas, your intelligence, your genius, your greatness to the party. There are problems to be solved. There are needs to be met. There are people who need to hear your voice or read the things that you've written. But you have to get in the game. Your number's been called. How do I know this? Because you've been on this journey with us. You've gone through discontent. You've stepped into disconnect. You processed through the difficult and challenging parts of this process. You have 
done the hard work of discovering once again who's really on the inside. Your number's been called. You are prepared. And what you don't know, can I challenge you? You will learn that along the way once you engage. You have something very special to offer. You have something very meaningful to contribute in this lifetime. Who is it that God has called you to serve? They're waiting on you to re-engage. You know what to do. You know your place. You've worked hard to prepare. Don't turn back now. Don't get scared or afraid or don't fall back into limited thinking. Press into this. Deploy, take action, do what it is that is in your heart to do. I want to share with you a few tips for overcoming the roadblocks that most likely will present themselves as you engage. Number one, be clear on what you want. Now notice, I did not say be clear on the entire plan, the entire strategy, the whole business model. No, I want you to be clear on what it is you want. What is your heart pulling you towards? Number two, resolve that no matter what challenges or resistance you face, you're not turning back. You're pushing into this because you're going to come to the other side of transition and realize the benefits and the blessings that God has prepared for you there. Number three, focus on what you've discovered in the recon stage. Who am I? Why am I here? How am I wired? What are my strengths, my abilities, my talents, my skills, my dreams, my visions, my passions? What is it that is now driving me to step into this next phase of life, this new season, this new level? Number four, find someone who understands you, believes in you, and will hold you accountable to what it is that you are pressing toward. This takes some searching. In some cases, it takes prayer. You want to connect with the kind of person who is aligned, who believes, and who will hold you accountable and push you to the finish line. Number five, take action. Do something. Don't think about it. Don't plan for it. If you see one thing you can do, do that. Five tips for overcoming roadblocks. Number one, be clear about what you want. Number two, resolve in your heart you're never turning back. Number three, focus on the things you've discovered in the reconnaissance process. Number four, find someone who is aligned with you, understands you, believes in you, and will hold you accountable as it relates to your future. And number five, Just take action. You can do this. In our last session, we're going to be talking about the four stages of transition. We'll provide for you somewhat of a recap, a review. I'm also going to be sharing with you the seven keys for successfully navigating your personal transition. These are things that will help you as you continue to walk out this process. We'll be talking about how you can take your life and your leadership to the next level. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to charge you. 
And my desire is to activate you emotionally and spiritually to go after the thing that is in your heart to do. Well, you can find the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 189. brianholmes.com forward slash 189. And by the way, when you go to brianholmes.com forward slash 189, from that page, you can share this on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, pretty much anywhere you do social media. And we encourage you to do just that. If this series is helping you as you move from one level to another level, I want to invite you and encourage you and ask you as a favor, let someone know about what we're doing here at brianholmes.com and share these episodes with them. I'd also like to encourage you to subscribe to our weekly email updates. Many of you, thousands of you have already done this, but those that have not, perhaps, we want you to do that because... We want to, one, keep you informed as to what it is we're doing here. Every week we have Monday Mastery Videos, which is a leadership development tool. We have Tuesday Quotes or Articles. Wednesday we write a blog post that's going to help build you, grow you, challenge you. Thursdays, of course, is the release of our regular Strategic Leader podcast. And then Fridays we just summarize it all for you. Once a week we send out a digest, just a simple little email, text only, And it just has a listing with hot links to each of the various content-driven episodes or items that we've put out that week. We want you to be informed. We don't want you to miss anything. We'd love for you to subscribe to those weekly email updates. And by the way, another reason we like you too is because I just released a brand new product called the Personal Transformation Profile, and it is unbelievable. It is a 15 or 16-page document It's a profile. It will ask very strategic, very pointed, very direct questions and help walk you through the unpacking of and the uncovering of the things that are in your heart regarding personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and personal deployment. I want you to get a hold of that tool. And right now, we're giving that away for free. It's a $15 product in our store. We want you to have that just for subscribing to our weekly email updates. Go to brianholmes.com. Somewhere around the top right-hand corner of the page, you'll see the opportunity for you to grab that right there. Well, I'll be back in just a couple of moments to share with you some closing thoughts, but right now, this very important message. Well, I'm excited to share with you the opportunity of diving even deeper in your personal journey toward building the strategic life you were intended to live. We've been talking about the four cornerstones for strategic living around here for a very long time. And now you can access an online video course and the four cornerstones for strategic living book for yourself. If you are intrigued by this topic, if you felt as though you needed someone to come alongside of you and help you to walk out the process of personal healing, personal discovery, personal development and personal deployment, I'm inviting you to visit our website at brianholmes.com forward slash 4CS, like four cornerstones, but 4CS. You'll find information there about how you can enroll in a course of study or in reading the book and take your life and your leadership to the next level. I invite you personally right now to go with me on this journey. Let's build a strategic, a powerful, and a meaningful life together.
Well, a few closing thoughts regarding this episode. Where are you in the process? We've been talking now for a number of weeks about the transition phases, discontent, disconnect, discovery or reconnaissance. And now we're talking about getting in the game, getting on the field, taking action. Where are you in the process? Are you beginning to see some direction for yourself, for your life, for your future, for your family? One step, just one step. If you can see one step, that's enough to take action. You don't have to have the whole picture, but if you can see one step to take, take that. I want to ask you to take time today, before this day is out, to identify one action step you can take in the next 24 hours. Write it down. Call a friend or someone who will hold you accountable. And by gosh, do it. Take take action on your dream. Take action on the thing that God's put in your heart. Know that the next level is waiting for you, but you have to step into it. Get in the game. Re-engage. You're almost in it. I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.